0: are the Rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing show for you today. I'm your host Coop with my main man Webb. What up? The first round of the NBA draft just finished. It has been super exciting. There was a gigantic seismic trade that happened in the NBA as well which we're going to get to today. Web, you've been following everything. Are you ready for today's show? Very ready. I want to start with the draft because The Lakers were involved in a gigantic trade, and I don't want to give you the satisfaction to start the show because I don't like seeing you happy. Are you okay with this? Okay, man. The Detroit Pistons picked first. Cade Cunningham, Oklahoma State, 6'8", wing, guard, player, the presumptive number one pick. Detroit made it official today. Do you like this pick for Detroit?
1: Yeah, this is the pick to make. I like that they made it. Um, Is this going to change much in Detroit? I don't think so. They also traded Mason Plumley or they're going to trade Mason Plumley as well. Um, so they're getting him out of there after he signed that monstrous deal. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how Detroit looks uh, next year. My guess is they'll be bad, but all eyes are going to be on Cade. Good for him.
0: I'm curious if he can play with Killian Hayes. Killian Hayes was, what, the seventh pick last year? Garbage. Terry Halliburton was on the board. And I Cole Anthony. I predicted in my mock that Detroit would take Killian Hayes because they're stupid. And I was correct. I thought they might be stupid tonight. I'm glad they took Cade because he's the only guy that seems like he wants to go to Detroit. They can't get free agents, so hopefully he's there for the next ten years. And he can build something. But I have my doubts about this Detroit team in general. I have bad. my
1: doubts. I have my doubts about players staying in one place for ten years. This new this new breed of players. I don't know if anyone wants to do that if they're not on in a winning environment out the gate so hopefully he's there uh longer than you know after his rookie extension but um i like that he was there. i thought he was the best pick I, with what he brings i thought he was the safest pick for what they need um and i think he's gonna be good
0: i think he's gonna be good too my hope is that the rookie contracts three or four years the extension's five years. That puts it seven or eight years, depending. Then maybe they give him a super max. That's my hope, that he stays there for at least that long, that he's earned this kind of contract. I hate the player movement. I like players having power, but I think it's terrible when small market teams can't keep their guys. It kills the game. The Lakers and Clippers shouldn't be the only two good teams in the West. I mean, everyone shouldn't want to go there. They should want to do their own things. And I hope he can start something with small market teams having a chance now. I know you don't want that to happen because you like killing small cities. You root for their failures. You you steal from New Orleans, and you you're happy about this because they want Anthony Davis won you a title. You you took the joy from that city for your own good, and I don't think that's the right thing to do. So I'm hoping he sees in Detroit, build something, and wins a title there.
1: Uh, so yeah, I think K is gonna be good. I don't know if he's gonna be super max eligible. Good, um. It's gonna take a lot for him to do that in his first uh, few years, but I think it would be good enough to get the max. Um, what grade yeah, do you we'll... give it? What grade do you give the pick? Uh, a plus. I A plus. There was to me, there was no other player to take for Detroit. A plus.
0: For Detroit. I, I agree. A plus pick. If they didn't take Cade and he ended up being great, they'd be destroyed. They couldn't risk that happening again. Agreed. The number two pick, Houston Rockets, chose Jalen Green from the G League Ignite. It's a six-five, kind of a shooting guard. He rose up the ranks quite heavily in the last little while. Some people saw him as the fourth pick just a few weeks ago. Shout out to number two. You were very high on this pick. Do you like the player or do you like the pick?
1: Love the player. Love the pick, especially for Houston. Do you want to see him as a gunner or do you want to see him as someone who is going to be a good player on a bad team? That remains to be seen, but I think he's exactly what Houston needs. Uh, my whole inspiration or my whole motivation for this pick was just what I saw with Kevin Porter uh, and Kenya Martin Jr. did last year for Houston. It made them really fun to watch, made them competitive. I think Jalen Green's going to be able to do that, and he was playing with other semi-pros. So I think he was a safer pick than taking a big man like Evan Mobley, waiting for him to develop like in an NBA ready body and um environment. And I just think this was you were gonna have a better rookie or a better NBA player sooner out of Jalen Green than you were with uh Evan Mobley. And I I assume that the Rockets were debating between those two. They have a good history of uh developing big men. But I think out the gate you want someone like Jalen Green who's just gonna put up numbers for you. He's gonna be a bucket. He's going to be fun to watch. And, and I think he wants that attention and that um, that uh, the, the ball in his hands.
0: I would not have taken Green here. I didn't love the pick. I have some issues with Green. I'm not sure he'll ever be a winning player on a winning team. Like you said, he could be a good stats, bad team guy. I think Mobley's upside is so high. I think Sugg's floor is so high. I would have done one of those guys instead. I'm just not sure. I'm not sure what he's going to be. If he's James Harden, then you're laughing. But if he's Victor Oladipo, are you happy with this pick? I'm not sure you are.
1: Yeah, I'm just I'm just not seeing, like, with uh, Mobley, like, with his frame, like, although he could be really good, I'm still a little uh, worried about Mobley's development, you know, and the pace that it's going to be. I'm not sure he's going to be, um, like, in terms of the big man that I've seen over the years, really do well. Early picks like Towns and AD, uh, Joel Embiid, it's just few and far between from what I can remember. And those guys were absolute superstars in college. And I know they say that Mobley would have gone number one in another draft, but I don't know. I'm just not sold on him 100% yet.
0: Okay, what's your grade for the Jalen Green pick? A. I'm going to give it a B minus. I'm not a believer as of yet. Okay. And
1: you could be right. He could be a good player, bad stats guy. Sorry, bad team guy in terms of like basically a, a fantasy player. Um, that is
0: my concern. That is exactly what I'm concerned about.
1: And, and Houston's bad enough that they can be bad for a while. But uh, I think in the right system, I think with good vets around him, other than John Wall, I mean, like good, solid vets with the winning experience. I think Jalen Green can be a really special player.
0: Well, you're usually wrong. Uh, Cleveland picks number three. They took Evan Mobley, the center from USC. Seven feet tall, freshman. Pac-12 player of the year. Pac-12 defensive player of the year. One of my favorite players in the drafts. I love this fit in Cleveland. It allows them to move Jared Allen as well if they choose to. I think he has some of the highest upside in the drafts. Defensive. Project the rim, defend on the perimeter. I love this pick. You are not as sold on Mobley. Do you like the fit in Cleveland at least?
1: Yeah, I don't mind the fit in Cleveland. I don't think this is a bad pick. Um, I think I would have preferred Suggs here, just with the leadership, what he can do on offense, and the confidence that I've seen. Um, it's, it's the frame that worries me with Mobley, mostly. If you're a big man, I don't want to hear... That you need to develop your body a lot more. Uh, he seems very frail, and I don't know. I could be totally wrong, but I would have gone Suggs here. I could be totally wrong, but I don't. I don't hate the pick. I I think I'd give it a B plus, which is a, a solid grade, especially with Cleveland's history.
0: I'm giving this pick an A plus. I think when they already have Sexton and Garland, taking a third guard in three years, I just don't like that idea. You have to give your players a chance to develop you keep replacing them, Sexton's, what, 21 or 22? Garland's 20? Give them a couple of years. Don't replace them so quick. You have to build something, allow something to develop. I think Mobley, there's a good chance in six years, he's the best player of this draft. I think that's definitely possible. My money would actually be on him or Suggs as the best player in six years. Love his upside. Love it. And just for the record, Kevin O'Connor from The Ringer has Evan Mobley as a better defensive Chris Bosch. That's who he says his game resembles for the listeners out there. That's a skinny guy who played pretty well in the NBA, I think.
1: I mean, it took him a little while to to get there, but yeah. And there were questions about Bosch when he was drafted too. Um, But it took Bosch a little while to get there. Like He he broke out maybe a couple years before he left Toronto. So Bosch did have a good career, but uh, he wasn't out the gate. Chris Bosch, the All-Star.
0: Very true. Okay, number four, the Toronto Raptors were up. And they did what we in the business call something stupid. It took Scotty Barnes of Florida from Florida State. Uh, I made fun of this for weeks and months, really. I kept saying, someone's going to do something stupid, like drafting Scotty Barnes. And then someone did something stupid. Like taking Scotty Barnes number four. I saw this pick and I was furious. I have been growing angrier and angrier about it ever since it happened. Jalen Suggs was sitting there ready to be taken. And the best part about it was I went to Raptors fan sites. And all of them before the draft had a picture of Jalen Suggs as like the entry point of the message board. Like, yeah. And they were all furious. I know Masai has goodwill. If Scotty Barnes isn't excellent in two years, that Goodwill is going to be gone. I hate this pick. I am furious. I love Jalen Suggs. I dislike Scotty Barnes. We have, talk me at the ledge here, please. Tell me why I'm wrong about this.
1: Oh, no, I agree with you. Um, mostly. So, well, one, Masai might be gone. Uh, he might be gone because he's not under contract anymore. So, you know, if he does this and he leaves and goes somewhere else, who the hell knows what happens? Uh, that's all on Bobby Webster. Uh, two. I just feel like the Raptors caved to all the social media hype, all the scouting hype. I, I pissed off one of my friends this evening <laughs> when I ripped into him and I said, "Wow, Scotty Barnes." And he says to me, "Oh, I love Scotty Barnes." And I was like, "Really? What do you love about him? What do you love about him?" Oh, he plays defense. He he can pass the ball. He can uh he's a good ball handler uh he's athletic I was like you just named attributes of like so many of the top five (laughs) picks over the years he so he he was pissed and he's like oh yeah name me some people who did that and I was like well Jonathan Isaac and I was like you know what let me look at some other people he's like you name like one guy so I looked at drafts from like 20 years ago and every year if not in the top five then in the lottery there's at least one guy who fits this exact profile. And they hype him up. And they bust. They always bust. They, bust. they bust. Particularly, I think the number four pick has not been very friendly to uh, to uh, to the players. I think this is it's, it's sometimes a bad luck. But I, I think the Raptors, I mean, I don't want to say 100% it was a dumb pick. But I do think there's a lot of pressure at, on Scottie Barnes now to be really good. Or to be super elite defensively, like I just don't understand why they took him over Suggs. Um, even even Book Night, if they didn't want to go Suggs, I would have gone Book Night. Why they? It just seems like they caved. Like they just they just were the hype was there, and 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 you know Orlando would have taken Barnes, I'm sure, um, if Raptors didn't, but. I didn't like that. It seemed like a cave.
0: I just don't understand how he fits on the Raptors. They have OG. They have Pascal already. Is he going to play the five? I don't understand the fit here. Well, they I have... guess. Sorry, go.
1: I was going to say maybe they could slot OG to the two. If they don't land a point guard, have uh, Freddie as the, the point guard, OG to the two, have Mr. Barnes at the at the three, and then Siakam at the, at the power forward. I don't know. I just, I don't know.
0: The one they thing have I'll a plan say, for him.
1: I don't think it's, I think whatever they, they draft is Scotty Barnes, I think they have a real plan for him. I would give them that. I don't think they did this without thinking about it.
0: I think the plan is for Masai to go to Orlando to be the new GM there, which is an <laughs> elaborate hoax. So I think if Toronto re-signs Lowry and they bring him back, I'll be less angry. And okay. if they do that, I'd be okay with that because I'm always good with the team Getting a veteran the last contract as respect, I think it builds strong organizations. So that could make sense. But if Lowry's gone, I'll be even angrier about this pick. Scotty Barnes' shot is broken. I was listening to our former guest Sam Bassini, today on a podcast, and he said that Scotty Barnes can't shoot, and they're not sure that his shot is fixable.
1: Why would you draft this NBA player at number four? I so all right. So hold on, wait. I said that, let me back up a second. If you're a good team, like I had Golden State taking Scotty Barnes. Because they're an established team, they could probably fit him in the system. Broken shot or not, if he's elite defensively, I would take him. If he's the best defensive player in the draft on the perimeter, I would take him. But the Raptors are sort of in a hybrid, rebuilding, trying to compete for you know, a mid tier playoff spot kind of team. I don't think the Raptors are in a position to. On these projects,
0: his comp is Draymond Green, and I'm not sure Draymond Green is worthy of a top four pick. I'm just not sure he is.
1: The Warriors certainly didn't think so.
0: He fell in the second round. I love Scotty Barnes' energy, he is always going hard. His teammates say he's the greatest guy in all time, so I get the culture of it, I get that, but you don't often have a top five pick, and to use it on someone without top five skills isn't is frustrating. There was someone there with top five skills could be an elite player, not a role player on a team. No one says, hey, Draymond Green led the Warriors to the title. No, it's Steph Curry did that. Like, I don't get what they're doing. It's infuriating. Uh D minus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what would I give this pick? I don't think I'd give it quite as harsh of a grade. I'd give it probably a a C. But I'm not upset at your D grade. I, I'm D minus <laughs> D minus great. <laughs> I'll give it a C. I I I'm happy to admit I'm wrong if 2 years, 3 years this pick looks great. I'll be happy to admit I'm wrong. Cuz I do want Scotty Barnes to be good. It's not that I don't want him to be good. I just think like every year we have you said it. You said it. Every year we have these guys who in basketball cannot shoot. Which is fine. You ca- you cannot shoot if you're if you're a big man. You're playing inside the paint, and you don't have a, a shot. You, you can't stretch the floor. That's fine, but these these wings who can't shoot, but it's supposed to be these uh, players with high upside. I just don't get why they get chosen so early. There's so many players that come to mind when I think of that. Um, I sent my friend this list, and he was not uh, pleased. Um, Evan Turner. I'm not saying these guys couldn't shoot. I'm just saying that these guys were touted as like these Swiss army knives and taken highly. MKG, again, who I don't think could shoot to save his life. Um, Andrew Wiggins was supposed to be the next McGrady. Uh, Justice Winslow, Tyrus Thomas, Corey Brewer. list goes on.
0: I think Justice Winslow is actually a pretty good comparison for Scottie Barnes. Uh, I... I think he'll actually play some. I think his, his defensive prowess will be good. I just, you don't take this kind of player in the top five. He's never going to be your top three scorer on your team. He'll be your fifth scorer and you're maybe your second or first best defender. That's not where the top five pick. It's not. It's crazy. You can get energy guys later in the draft. You can get these guys in the G league. TJ Tucker was available for anybody to have this year. I could have just had him. I, I would do that. Like that's what I would do. I don't understand this. And,
1: and I was talking F. to her. <laughs> it went down in five minutes the draft I'm
0: angrier pj tucker jumped in my head and i was like yeah he was available for nothing
1: <laughs> and and so for me um i was talking to our mutual friend and i was like in the nba it's so different in the draft like these teams that draft highly and i, I think i talked to you about this too like the the championship teams the contenders that built through free agency through the buyout market through trades all of that stuff um Usually, like Golden State's like the anomaly, but these teams that are taking these risks on like players like Scotty Barnes and other players, which we'll get into later, I just don't understand.
0: It's terrible. What's your grade?
1: C? Yeah, it's still a C.
0: F minus. Jalen Suggs, the guy I wanted for Toronto at four, went to Orlando at five. I I love the pick for Orlando. It's kind of a weird fit, but you just take the best player available. He's better than Cole Anthony. He's better than Markel Fultz. He's gonna give that team some leadership. I think his floor—it's him or Cade have the highest floor. I—I don't see any way this guy's a bust. I love the pick. If—if if they had an open guard spot, it'd be an A plus. This is an A for me. I think it's a great pick. I love the pick. I love the pick for Orlando.
1: I love—I love the pick for Orlando simply because they didn't—they didn't fold. They didn't listen to the masses and try and do something cute and take Kaminga or or Knight or. Booknight or- the pick that OKC made. Uh, they they took the best player available, reportedly. I, I'm i not as high on Jalen Subs as you are, but I do think this is a great pick for them. And I'm glad that they took him and just... Because historically, I think that this would be a, something that they would pass on and try and take Kaminga instead. And I'm glad they didn't. So I give it an A.
0: The fans in Orlando are very happy. And this is a quote that that he had. The ones that do pass up on me, that take another prospect, it'll come back. It'll be to their detriment. You can look at my track record and what I've done and where I've been, and it's always win at the highest level. And my play has been at the highest level. I love this mindset. I love the chip on his shoulder. I hope he destroys Toronto for the next 15 years. I really do. Because it's so stupid they pass on him. A-plus. A-plus now. It's gone up. It went up. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder pick next. And they made a pick. They did something.
1: Best pick of the draft.
0: They took Josh Giddey, a guard from Adelaide, Australia, 6'8". His comps are Joe Ingles, Kyle Anderson, and Evan Turner. What did you think about this pick? So, before, before that, he played with LaMelo Ball last year. Yeah, the last season LaMelo before the NBA. They played together. Apparently, he has elite court vision. He is the poor athlete. Uh, Sam Vassini on the same podcast said he does not see this guy failing. His makeup, he will not fail in the NBA. He will be a player. I thought this was a terrible pick. I listened I listened to this podcast, though, because it's kind of hard for, for us to find Australian games. There's not a lesson for us to watch. I trust Sam's opinion more than basically anybody in the basketball community. He lives in Australia. So he said he's seen this guy live. And he's gonna be a good pro, so I think taking him at six was still a reach. But because of Sam, I have more faith in the player. B minus. Uh,
1: I did not like this pick at all. I was shocked. I'm sure, a lot of people were surprised that he went this high. Um, OKC is another team that doesn't have room or time to be gambling on on these players, but they obviously saw something that they wanted. Uh, I don't know. To me, I think you'd go with the safer pick particularly when no one will sign in your market and there's rumors of the NBA moving you in a few years. Uh, yeah, maybe Josh Kiddie's good, but I don't think you had to take him at six. Maybe he would have been gone at like 13, 14. Who knows? Um, there are mocks showing that he was projected there. Uh, so I did not I not not. The like rumor
0: was week. Memphis wanted him at 10. That was the rumor, that he would have been gone at 10.
1: Uh, well, it's not like Memphis did a good job anyway, so...
0: So, (laughs) what Sam was saying was that he has LaMelo's passing ability, but nowhere near the athleticism. Okay. Or he can't finish above the rim. He's a below the rim player.
1: And and you took him at six overall. And your team is not good.
0: It's not great. Okay. I don't don't love it. (laughs) I'm just saying, (laughs) Sam made me a little more out there. I hated it immediately. And then I listened to what Sam said, who was much smarter about this than me. And me. Hundred percent you, but me a little bit. And, <laughs> and it calmed me down a little bit. I didn't I still don't like it, but I wasn't like this is trash like I thought before. What's all? I'm it made me a little less hated of it. I hated it a little less. Ah. What's your grade?
1: Okay. Um trying to think which one I dislike more. This or Scotty Barnes. Uh I will give this a C. Nope, okay. no, 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 that's too nice. D plus. I would, D plus, I would rather be totally wrong and then come on this show and say, you know, I was totally wrong. than give it a little soft C and he's really bad and I feel stupid. I'll give it a D plus.
0: Fair. Number seven, the Golden State Warriors chose Jonathan Kaminga from the G League Ignite.
1: And that was D for dog.
0: Thank you for clearing that up for me. So it took Jonathan Kaminga before this season started. The predictions were Cade Cunningham or Kaminga as the number one pick. Those were the guesses. He goes seven. He underwhelmed the G League. He had some, efforts with, uh, some issues with effort. Did not really play defense very hard or sometimes at all. His comp is Danny Granger, Luol Deng, Jeff Green. I'm not sure he'll be able to play much in Golden State this first year especially. I get why Golden State did it for the upside. I don't love the pick. What do you think about this?
1: So uh, I think I always thought Jonathan Kamingo was way too high. But I knew teams were in love with him. Uh, he ma- he doesn't make the greatest decisions when it comes to shots. But Golden State has the flexibility to gamble. They are a good team without these the picks at number seven and 14. So I, I, I'm okay with them experimenting on high upside players. So I didn't mind this pick. The league was very high on him. The basketball community was very high on him. And he was, he could have gone top five. Um, and he didn't, and he fell to them. I'm okay with it. I would have preferred that they take book night. So I'll give this grade a C plus. And the biggest reason is because Golden State is already, I think, a, a playoff bound team. They didn't have to hit this one out of the park.
0: I agree with you. I think. If he can play some minutes, it was the rumor was Golden State tried to trade 7-14 and all week. They couldn't get Bradley Beal. Philadelphia wanted Wiseman, Wiggins, and four first-round picks for Ben Simmons. They weren't doing that. I'm going to give this a C. You know what? No. I'm going to give it a D. Because I don't think he plays very much for them. And your logic on the last pick, where you'd rather be wrong and apologize than be a soft C and look stupid later, I agree with that 100%. D. I... He's basically a less effort Scotty Barnes to me. Like at least Scotty Barnes plays hard. If you have all the talent in the world, but you don't try on defense, you just put no effort in, you're trash. Like effort is the most important thing. If you don't try hard, you're not doing anything. So D for me there. Good luck, Golden State. The Orlando Magic picked eight. They took Franz Wagner forward from Michigan, six, nine forward. Uh, people keep saying he's great defensively. That is not true. He is good at team defense. He knows where to go on the floor. He cannot guard one on one. It's not what he does. Uh, people think because he is white, he is a good three point shooter. That is also not true. Uh, he is okay. People just assume white guys from Europe can shoot. That's just an assumption people have. And in this case, is it it's it wrong. Tr- in this case, it is yes, hundred <laughs> percent. This case is not correct.
1: I don't think they're going to say he he lives above the rim, so...
0: He's he's actually a better athlete than you think. He's not a complete ter- completely terrible athlete. Because he is German, I watched more of him than... <coughs> excuse me. I watched more of him than I wanted to admit. Uh, I think Orlando needs a player like him. I'm not sure he was the kind of player to take. I get them taking a defensive wing. They have a lot of bigs. They have a lot of guards. They don't have anyone like him. So I understand the move. It's a be a solid B for me, I don't love the player, but i I like the idea that they're doing and i see the, I see the plan coming to action,
1: yeah, so for me, I didn't like this pick at all, and call me crazy man but i I just think you had several options there that would have been uh much better. I don't think Wagner should have been a lottery pick, at least not in this part of the lottery, maybe they the latter part uh I didn't like it. I think I'm gonna give it a D plus. I didn't like it at all. Um I get it. They already took Suggs, so it's even though like Book Knight was there and Davion Mitchell was there, and you know Duarte and Kispert and Butler and my guy Desanmu, who didn't go until this early second round, which I think a lot of teams are gonna piss. A lot of teams are gonna regret. But I didn't like it. I give it a D plus. Sorry, I, I, I'm probably by myself on that, but.
0: I didn't like it at all.
1: I like so, the position need, but...
0: I agree with you, too, about Davion. I would take Davion over him. Uh, book night too. I think Duarte would have been probably a better pick than him, but he's 24. That might have scared them off. Well, That's
1: scared everyone, yeah.
0: But his effort, he, him and Scotty Barnes were like the two guys that tried the hardest, which I appreciate. If they would just want a guy for a stall of defense, I think Duarte would have been a better fit. He's a better shooter than Wagner. So, I would have went that way, but I like the position Phil. I'm just not sure he's the right guy to make that work. Yeah.
1: I hear you. Still giving it a D plus, but I hear you. giving it a
0: solid B. The Sacramento Kings were up next. Uh, Before this pick, I insulted them a lot, saying they were going to do something stupid. And to my shock, they did not do something stupid. Davion Mitchell, a guard from Baylor, six feet tall, that might be a reach. He is... The best on-ball defender in the draft. He's the best guard defender in the draft. He shot 45% from three this year. He was 27% the last couple years, so that might have been a blip. Won a title at Baylor. Played amazing in the title game. Defended his ass off. Sacramento doesn't really play defense very much. Uh, De'Aaron Fox is not a good defender. Buddy Heald almost got traded today because he's such a bad defender. I think he is the kind of guy that will fit in well in Sacramento, and I like the pick for them. I think it's a good... He's the kind of guy that can rebuild the culture, and I like I like this move.
1: I agree. I like this move as well. Uh, the Kings made a good draft pick. Um, you know that's that's great. They made one last year too with Tyrese Halliburton, and I'm glad they didn't see. They have three guards there already with uh, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hield, and, and Tyrese Halliburton, but they didn't get scared and force a position fill. The four is something they'd really need. Although Harrison Barnes plays that. Even even the five, like but I like that they still took a guard. And this is one of the reasons why I think Cleveland could have done this too. But I like the pick. Um they were probably one of the worst probably bottom three defense last year. And um this would definitely help them particularly in the Western Conference.
0: We just saw a finals where Drew Holiday kind of ate Chris Paul's lunch the last four games of the series. Played extremely strong defense. The Bucks are champions because of how good he played defense. And I'm not saying Davion Mitchell will be the best guard defender in the NBA like Drew Holiday is, but I think he's going to be one of the best guard defenders in the NBA. And I think to get through the West, you have to have a guy that can do that kind of stuff. Uh, he's probably their sixth or seventh man. And I, like I said in the last show, I think hitting a double... And getting a guy you know can play is better than taking a guy like Scotty Barnes at number four, who may not contribute for four years. This is a guy that can play basketball in the NBA right now. I'm gonna give it a B plus. Actually A minus. A minus. I like the pick.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give it a B plus. Um I don't think he was the best player available, but I think defensively he can hopefully um continue what he did in college. I don't know how good of a shooter he's gonna be, like you said, like when he was at Auburn, uh He wasn't that good of a shooter, and then he had this really good year as a redshirt junior. He's not that big, uh, which is going to be an issue, I think. And um, we'll see what happens. But on on the Kings, I'm a little more optimistic about their future now.
0: I think they're going to trade Buddy Heald. They were going to trade him today. I think he can be a great third guard. Kind of how Fred Van Fleet started out. Playing just strong defense on Steph Curry in those finals. I could see him being a Fred VanVleet kind of player, which I think is a great player to have in your team.
1: Yeah, that'd, that'd be great if he can do that. And, you know, if the Kings trade Buddy Heald, I'm, I'm interested to see where he goes. I think Buddy Heald's an elite three-point shooter, at least from volume. Um, he can definitely hit from behind the arc. And, and, you know, I think guys are really low on him. He was a bit of an older player coming into the NBA, so he's not, like super super young but i like buddy hill i'm interested to see where he goes
0: in memphis traded up to pick 10th They took zaire williams a 6-8 a wing from stanford i i don't love this pick i don't hate it i get the positioning as well they need a wing player they have some bigs they have a great guard in John Morant. i'm just i'm not sure he's the best guy for their team I think Book Knight would have been a better fit with him. I think Duarte would have been a better fit for them. I think Moses and Moody would have been a better fit for them. I just think there are better guys available, and he, they went that route. So I'm going to give it a C-. Yeah,
1: I wasn't high on this, particularly because they traded up for this. Uh, I think Zaire Williams would have been there for them in the late teens. They didn't need to trade up for, for, for this player. And if they were going to trade up, I think they could have taken all the players that you mentioned uh, also Jared Butler, who who I think you know should have been drafted higher than he was, could have gone Cam Thomas. I just don't get why they made this pick. Uh, Memphis is a promising team. I'm going to give it a C minus because they made the extra move to 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 move up positions.
0: Okay, uh, the Charlotte, we're up next. They took James Booknight guard from uconn i think he is the player that has skyrocketed the most in this pre-job process during the season he was at uconn they weren't very good so no one really noticed but he shot the lights out in all the combines all the private workouts he dominated i'm really happy for him he had i, th- I read i heard a story where he had one offer for a d1 school a sierra i think it was he went to prep school instead got better Ended up at UConn. Now is a top 12 pick in the draft. I think that's a great move for him. I actually like the fit with LaMelo as well. I think he can play with him. I think it's going to be a fun team, man. I like the pick. I'm going to give it an A. I think it's a good move.
1: I like the pick, too. I actually like Charlotte's draft uh, quite a lot. Um, I give it a B+. Plus. Uh, they didn't feel the need to panic. I had them taking Kai Jones at this spot. They didn't feel the need to just take a big man for the sake of taking a big man. They took a walking bucket. I think that's something that they'll need. Um Charlotte was already competitive last year. I think this really helps them. I like it a lot. Give it a B plus.
0: Okay, the Spurs were up next. They took Joshua Primo, a wing from Alabama. He is the youngest player in this draft. He is eighteen years old. He is from Toronto. So I do not want to kill this pick that much. But I'm going to. I was listening again to the San Vicini pod and he said this guy is nowhere near a first round player. And the Spurs took him at twelve in the lottery. I just I have my doubts they couldn't have got him later. Like, they could have got him considerably later. Uh, on the ESPN broadcast, they seem to think this guy was two years away from even being ready to contribute at all. I just don't think they needed to do this. Uh, D? Yeah,
1: I wasn't high on this. This was another shock. Um, Wasn't high on this pick at all. Could have definitely waited. And I don't know, man. The Spurs had so many options. I don't know what this team's doing. I really don't know. Like... Is this team ever gonna be back in the playoffs? Uh
0: the weird thing is they have so many guards like that are good now. They have Dante Murray, they have guys that can play. So yeah. I don't understand, like he's a 6'4 wing, which means he's gonna be a two-guard. Like I don't understand what the thought process is here. He's not 6'7, he's 6'4. Like, I don't get, I don't understand the fit on the team. I just don't see it. It's I don't like the pick.
1: Yeah, I think I'm going to give this probably a C minus. I believe in the Spurs front front office. I think a Joshua Primo will probably be a good t- contributor. But he's 18 years old, not a big guy, and I don't know if he's ready to be in the spotlight yet. Give it a C minus, only because I trust the Spurs office more than I trust other organizations.
0: I'll be rooting for him because I root for all Canadians, but I have my doubts. Okay, hey, the Indiana Pacers are up next. They took Chris Duarte, a wing from Oregon, 6'6", 24 years old. So six years older than Primo, which is kind of crazy. He is arguably the best shooter in the draft. He is one of the most relentless defenders. His energy is constant. I think he's going to be a player on the NBA. I think this, this, uh, Golden State wanted him at fourteen. I think he will play minutes for the Pacers this year in the playoffs. I think he's going to be a contributor right away. I like the pick. Uh, a minus.
1: I like this pick as well for Indiana. I had them taking. Sorry, I wanted to see them take Jared Butler. I think that's who I had them taking, or Davion Mitchell. One of the two. I don't remember. Um, but basically, a guy that can can shoot from distance, a three and D guy essentially. And I I, I like that they didn't overthink this. Um, I like I like that they didn't panic and trade Miles Turner for just anything. And I think it was a good pick. Um, some guys fell to them, so they got they were fortunate, but they didn't they didn't hit the panic button, and I liked it. Uh, so I'll I'll give this an A. I
0: think it's, uh, the last pick of the lottery, Golden State was up again with their second pick. They took Moses Moody, a wing from Arkansas, six four and a half. I I like the upside of Moody. I'm not sure he plays much in Golden State. I'm not sure I see the fit. Uh, I don't love the pick. I like the player. I'm just not sure this is the right situation for him to shine. I'm going to give it a C. What do you think, Webb?
1: I like the pick. I think the Warriors should have taken a, a shooter, a scorer, out of these two picks. Um, Clay's coming back, but Clay's two years since his last game. We don't know if he's going to be you know, the the ball hawk defender that he was before um and we don't well we know he can still shoot it but i just don't know how if he's going to be as effective as he was right out the gate so i think the warriors are going to need some perimeter scoring some 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 help in the backcourt i think moody has a chance to start and um i think he'll be good i think he'll be he'll be solid i don't know if he's going to be you know um out the gate putting up a, a, a bunch of points I don't know if he's going to start for sure, but I think there are going to be restrictions on Clay's minutes. And uh, there's a chance, who knows, that they get rid of Wiggins. So I think Moody has, uh, has, has a, a tremendous opportunity here. I like the pick. Um, I think I'll give it a B plus, B+, and uh, we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, that ends the lottery. Uh, we're going to do the rest of the first round, but we're going to go much quicker, I think, because Shota's already running quite long. Uh, 15. Washington to Corey Kispert, a wing from Gonzaga, six six, senior. I love the player. I like the fit. They need a guy like him. Uh bad on defense. Great shooter. I think he's gonna play in the league for a long time. This is an A for me.
1: Yeah, I like this pick. I give it a B plus. Um, just because I think there were some other players that could have gotten here that were a little bit more uh versatile offensively. Um I I'm interested to see how Washington looks now with uh well I guess we'll get into the trade later. But um very interested to see how, how they look. I like it, I give it a B plus. Um yeah, solid. Okay.
0: Alperin Sengen was picked picked by Houston at pick sixteen. Uh Kevin O'Connor has his comps as Vucevic, Sabonis, and Enos Cantor. I wonder what these guys all have in common. Uh He was the MVP of the Turkish League at 18 years old, which is very impressive. He's a 6'10 center. He's not really a perimeter player, so he's an old school undersized center. So I'm not sure he's going to really be a great NBA player. I have my doubts. This is a C for me. What do you think, Webb? You
1: can give it a B um, because the Rockets had so many picks to play with. And you have to take a gamble on, on some of these guys and one of these bigs. And, you know, I think it's very easy to compare a turkish big man who doesn't play great defense sort of plays under the basket uh crashes the boards as an Ennis camp canter comp and if they get some someone who's even a poor man's Ennis canter i think that's a solid pick and he'll probably be better than half of the lottery picks honestly uh potentially so i give it a b because the rockets had the draft capital to sort of take a gamble on someone the tie upside
0: and i should say sorry that some analytics departments had him ranked as the number one prospect, and the Rockets traded away two future first round picks to get him. So, obviously, they love him. They give out that kind of uh, draft capital to get him. I just think he's an undersized guy. I'm just, I'm not sure it, the way the NBA is going that he's going to be able to contribute that much, but I'm rooting for him. I hope he does well. Okay. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans are up next. They took Trey Murphy, a forward for Virginia six, seven and a half. What did you think about this, Webb?
1: It was fine. I think, again, the Pels had some guys on the board that they could have taken. I don't really know who's in their backcourt. Cam Thomas, who's one of my favorite players in his draft, was available. Trey Mann was available. Jared Butler is available. Ayo Desunmu, who I'm very high on. But I can see why they didn't want to take him, uh, particularly if he was going to clash with Ingram. Um, But they had a whole bunch of guys here that they could have taken. I didn't like this pick that much. Um, I think I'll give it a, a C minus.
0: I agree with you. Basically, everything you just said. I don't love the pick. I don't love the player that much. I'm going to give it a D. I'm going to give it a D. I want New Orleans to be good. I want to see Zion in the playoffs, and I don't think this is the kind of guy to get him there. Agreed. So Oklahoma City was up next at pick 18. It took Trey Mann, a guard from Florida. He grew three inches since high school ended to be 6'3 and a quarter. I do not know what they're doing in Oklahoma City, man. I don't. Under- Apparently, SGA was available in trades for some reason. They have one good player. They're willing to trade him. I- is he going to be a good pro-, pro? I know you like Trey Mann more than I did. I think this... I'm not sure he's going to be able to play in the league. I'm not sure if he's going to be able to develop an OKC. This is a C- for me.
1: Ooh. I love this pick. I give it an A- um i love i love what trey man did i i like his his attitude towards uh being in in the big moments um i agree with you i don't know what okc is doing people give okc so much credit and i think i've been very outspoken against them they stockpile all these picks and what do you have to show for it missing the playoffs or getting the, the 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 lower seeds no one's signing there. I would always take a proven NBA player over these assets that are in the future. I don't care how many picks OKC has. They're not going to be good anytime soon. They're not going to compete with guys, with players like uh, sorry teams like the Lakers, teams like the Clippers. So they can stockpile as many picks as they want. Trade them for players that are already in the NBA that you know are good. Try and get a player like Bradley Beal. Try and get a player like that because no one's going to sign there. So you might as well trade for them. And try and compete for a title. Like, what's with all this stock line picks? Anyway, it's a l- my long winded way of saying that Trey Man I think is gonna put up a lot of points. It's gonna be fun to watch, and
0: I would love to see him compliment SGA. They took Giddy at six, which is why I do not like this pick. I don't. I, it's a third guard at best, probably your fourth guard. I just, but we'll see. Uh, one of us will look right in a little while, and one of us look dumb. And I can see who I was face right now. It's not gonna be me. Okay, uh, pick 19, the Charlotte Hornets took one of Webb's favorite players, Kai Jones. A guy he wanted them to take at 10 or 11. Yeah, 11. 6'10", from Texas. Center, apparently he is one of the best athletes in the draft. Crazy movement skills, needs time to develop a defensive game. Webb, Charlotte does not have much in the bigs department. I love this pick for them. You sold me on him. I'm going to give this an A. Because of you.
1: I love this pick and the fact that they got him 10 picks later, nine, 10 picks later. Great, great value. Not to mention pick 11 they got, James Booknight. This team is set. I think they're, if everyone can stay healthy, particularly Jordan, Jordan, Gordon Hayward. Um, and everyone else can stay healthy. LaMelo Ball. This team is playoff bound. Um, I like this pick a lot. I give it
0: an A. Uh, Gordon, he- Gordon Hayward will never stay healthy. He has what we call WBB, and okay. the real fans know what that means. Okay, uh, number 20, Jalen Johnson, a forward from Duke, 6'7 and a quarter. I watched some Duke games this year. Uh, they were terrible. He was considered like a top seven player, I think, in the high school class. Did not do much. At Duke. He did not have much effort. His jump shot is not there. His comp is Aaron Gordon. But Aaron Gordon like tries. Uh this is a C minus for me. Web what did you think of this pick?
1: I didn't like it. I thought the Hawks could have used a guard here. They had Cam Thomas. Jared Butler would have been nice here too. Uh people are very low on him, but he's a three and D guy. Uh the Hawks are reportedly shopping Cam Johnson already. Um, they tried Chris Dunn, didn't work. They tried uh Lou Williams. Um I think they're probably gonna try and shop DeAndre Hunter soon. I think Cam Thomas, um, Jared Butler, one of these guys would have fit in really nicely here. I don't know why they didn't take him. Which grade? Uh for this pick, C minus.
0: Okay, the Los Angeles Clippers, the best team in LA. Took Keon Johnson, a wing from Tennessee, six three and a half. He has the best vertical jump in combine history at 48 inches. This dude is all potential. I love the pick. I like I like teams in the twenties who don't have a need. Developing a guy like this, hoping for upside. I get that. I'm gonna give this a B plus. Because the best team in LA does not make mistakes.
1: I wasn't as high on this pick for the Clippers. I like the player. I think I had him going higher in my who team should draft mock ten. So I just didn't like it for the Clippers that much. I think I'm gonna give it a C plus. Um I think the Clippers could have tried to get one of the bigs that were left or try and get one of these uh uh these these walking buckets like Cam Thomas to uh really help their bench. Um uh, but we'll see, we'll see what happens with Keon.
0: The best thing about you Web, is the Clippers took someone at 21 you had going 10th in the what they should do mock draft and you gave him C-. I love how you are a straight shooter. Respected on both sides. I appreciate that most about you. You really you really get the straight truth from Webb here, and I appreciate that. Thanks a lot, buddy. Well done.
1: I just think I think the Clippers are very thin up front and I don't know what this team's gonna look like next year. Kawhi's on the mend.
0: Don't try and, and switch this now, okay? Don't try and switch this dirt I don't know what they look you like. Right. <laughs> you did what you did Own it, okay? <laughs> okay. Indiana's picking up next. They're picking at 22. They traded in for this pick. They took Isaiah Johnson. Sorry, Isaiah Jackson uh, from Kentucky. 6'10, big man. Indiana has a lot of bigs. I do not like this pick for them. I just don't understand what they're doing. They have Miles Turner. They took Goga in the first round last year, I think. They have Sabonis still. I just don't understand this unless they trade Miles Turner. Then it kind of makes no sense, but I'm just. I don't love it. This is a solid C minus for me.
1: I give it a C. Uh didn't like it. Didn't completely hate it. Yeah, we'll see what they do. I you know, depth is always good and you wanna battle with teams like the Milwaukee and, 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 and uh and, and Philly, like you're gonna need um someone or sorry, a team that's loaded up front and could battle for boards, get dirty, do some dirty work, clean up the glass. I didn't. I, I didn't love it, but the pick of Chris Duarte really helped. And I think when you have the multiple picks, it um it softens the blow for um for some of these picks that you can gamble on later. So I wasn't huge on it. I'll give it a C.
0: Yeah, The Houston Rockets had back-to-back picks at 23 and 24. With the first pick, they took Usman Garuba. A forward for Real Madrid, 6'8". I kind of like him. I haven't seen many of his games again because it's hard to find these games from these European players. Uh, The comp for him is Kenneth Farid. Kenneth Farid was terrible on defense, but was one of my favorite players to watch in Denver for a long time. I really liked him. He always seemed to just have like 12 rebounds. I don't know why, but he always had that. Just high energy guy. I think if that's who he is, this is a great pick. If he's that kind of energy guy, I'm going to give it an A think this could be really good for houston
1: i'm gonna give it a b minus um i didn't mind the pick you have multiple picks in the first round you're addressing different positions i don't mind it if he is can't that's great but if he's not i'm somewhere in the middle so I'll give it a b minus
0: apparently he's one of the best defenders in the draft houston's garbage on defense so if that's what it is then he can help so can't shoot yet but hopefully he develops Houston has suffered for a long time, so let's hope they get something good. <laughs> with the next pick, they took Josh Christopher, a guard from Arizona State. 6'3 and a quarter, freshman. I do not like this pick, really. They, they have Jalen Green. They just took him number two. I, I never like taking a rookie at the same position as the guy you just took. He's going to take shots away from him in practice. I, I just don't like it. You give him the ball and you let him run with it. Bringing in competition could make him uneasy or something like that. I just never like when any team does this. I'm gonna give it a a D plus. It's nothing against the player; it's the fit. I just don't like. I don't like when the teams do this. I think it's a bad way to build the team. So yeah, D plus for me.
1: I didn't mind it. I give it a, a, a B minus. Um, I think it's just gonna make Houston's offense super competitive. Um, we'll see how how they share the ball. But I don't know if Josh Kershaw is going to be given that many minutes that he's going to be comp- competing with Jalen Green. So, you know, they have a lot of a lot of guards. We're going to see how um, how Houston fares with this. Uh, I didn't mind it. I give it a B minus. Think he can put up some good points. So there are some players I would have liked better, like Quentin Grimes, but and 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 and, uh, and Cam Thomas. But I don't mind it.
0: Speaking of Quentin Grimes, the Knicks picked 25th and they took him a wing from Houston, 6'4". He was an elite high school recruit who went to Kansas and then transferred to Houston. He transformed into a 3-and-D style player. I think this is exactly what the Knicks need. I love this pick. I'm going to give it an A-. Uh, This is a Tibbs kind of player. I like the fit. I like the player. I know you were really high on Grimes. I like the the move. Good job, A-. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm big on this move. I give it an A- as well. The Knicks did really well. Um, he was he, he was a, he was a really good player, uh, and I I'm surprised that they got him. I I thought that he well even trading down. I'm surprised that they still got him. So I'm I'm really high on him, and I think he's gonna bring a a, a great grit to to the Knicks and uh, provide them with some scoring.
0: Uh- the Denver Nuggets were up next at pick 26. They took Nashawn Highland, a guard from VCU. Jamal Murray's going to miss a lot of next season. Denver definitely needs some guard play. He is a good scorer. I like the pick. I like the fit. I'm going to give this a B.
1: I didn't like this pick at all. I just thought there were other guards available that they could have taken who were guaranteed yeah. buckets. Why
0: do you do that? What? Just immediately. Uh, I don't like this at all. <laughs> Coop is stupid. I just, you're so hurtful when you talk. I don't appreciate it.
1: I didn't like this. I'm I'm sorry, man. Like it's not it's not even the player. It's a Denver so thin that I think they need someone, especially with Jamal Murray Hurt, they need someone out the gate who's gonna just just put up points. And Cam Thomas was available. I think Jared Butler would have been a nice fit here too. Um Yeah, I didn't like it at all. I I think I'm gonna give it a a D plus. Did not like it.
0: Okay. Number twenty seven, the Brooklyn Nets are up next. They took Cam Thomas, a guard from LSU, 6'4". You talked him up a lot. I think you had him going uh, 15 to Washington near Mock. So they got him 12 picks later. During the broadcast, uh, the former GM of Brooklyn said something really smart. How Brooklyn has no money, basically. So the guys they take have to be players. Because they can't afford to sign anybody new. This is a rotation player. I think he's going to play for them. I think he can play for the minutes next year in the playoffs. I like the pick. I'm gonna give it an A.
1: I love this pick for Brooklyn. I hate it for Cam Thomas because I think he's not going to get to shine as much as he would have somewhere else. Give it an A. Uh, huge. He's gonna. He's a walking bucket. He's gonna be able to fill in when Kyrie's hurt. Um, and 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 he, and he does some damage. And he has some really really patented moves, um, which you don't really see in these rookies. His the step back is gonna develop very smoothly I think in the league and he's gonna be the talk of the town, I think, in New York.
0: I think he'll get more minutes than you think because Kyrie will be out moonwalking or something. Like something will happen. Where he just won't be there, so he'll get minutes there. I think he's gonna be in the conversation. I think he'll get a lot of minutes. He won't be a rookie of the year, but I think he'll like he'll make it like an all rookie team. I think he could do that. He'll get more play than we think right now.
1: Hopefully. I just don't know if he'll be on the first team but maybe.
0: Okay, the seventy ers are up next. They did not trade Ben Simmons yet. They took Jaden Springer, a guard from Tennessee, instead. 6-3. I'm not sure about this pick because Ben Simmons is still there. So I'm not sure what the team is going to look like. So it's really hard for me to judge this because I don't know if they trade him or if they don't, what they get back for him. So I'm going to give this a C because I'm just not sure of what it means yet.
1: I like this pick, actually. Whether they keep Ben Simmons going into the season or not, um, I give it a B. I, uh... I like what Springer brings. I think Philly needs some backcourt depth. Um, And I think that they can have someone like this in the backcourt at, at the point guard position who can sort of compliment um, Simmons if they're even playing on the court at the same time. If Simmons is playing at the four or the five, um, it'd be great to have someone like this. So I give it a B.
0: Okay, with pick 29, the Brooklyn Nets took De'Ron Sharp Uh, center from North Carolina, 6'11". I think this is a good pick for them as well. DeAndre Jordan is their center right now. Nick Claxton had some moments, but nothing I would write home about. I think this makes sense. Blake Griffin, Jeff Green, and Bruce Brown were all free agents. I think you could probably play for them. I like the pick. I'm going to give it a B+. Uh,
1: I like this pick as well. Um, I like that the Nets were a little aggressive on draft day, but quietly. I like this pick. I'll probably give it a B-plus as well. They need help in the front court. Uh, they're very thin there. And DeAndre Jordan is apparently on the move. It's so good for him getting all that money and then not even having to play um, big minutes probably because he's going to go somewhere where he'll be a, a scratch. Um, so I I like the move for Brooklyn. I like what they're doing.
0: Hey, with pick 30, uh, Memphis traded up to pick 30 to take Senti. 6'11", uh, for, uh, center from Loyola. I like the pick. They just traded JV away. They got Steven Adams, but I'm not sure what he is in the NBA anymore. Webb said he sucks now. He wants to fight Aquaman one-on-one, so we'll set that up sometime soon. I do not. we were talking a lot of smack the other day, man. I don't know. So I'm going to give this a fit. Uh, it's a good fit. I'm going to give it a, a solid B. What do you think?
1: Uh, again, the Grizzlies trading up to take someone who I think they could have taken much later. I'm giving this a D, D for do not do it. Um, <laughs> Coop liked that one. Uh, didn't like it. And when to me, when you trade up, when you try to move up positions, the standard that I, that I grade you at is going to become stiffer. It's going to be even stricter. So you better wow me if you're trading up. And Santi Aldama did not wow me for the Grizzlies.
0: So... I've been reading into this because there was not a lot of buzz for him pre-draft at all. And the reason for that was most NBA teams assumed he received some type of assurance that he'd be drafted and to shut everything down, to not go in interviews. So Memphis agreed to draft him in the first or second round, guaranteed to him that he would be taken if they did not go on any more visits. So I actually respect Memphis for keeping their word, taking him. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a solid B for me. I respect people that keep their word. Webb does not keep his words. He doesn't know but that. Honor and respect are important things.
1: I just think they could have waited. They could have traded up in the second round.
0: Very true. Okay, so that is the full first round grading breakdown for the Rookie Phenoms NBA Draft Show. Webb, what was your favorite pick and what was your least favorite pick in the first round? We'll each give first favorite and least favorite.
1: My favorite pick of the first round... It is probably uh, James Book Knight to, to the Charlotte Hornets.
0: That was also my favorite. So I'm going to switch that because I do not want to copy you. I am going to say Corey Kispert for Washington. I don't, no, sorry, sorry. Chris Duarte for Indiana, pick 13. Like the fit, like the player, I think he can contribute right away. That's my favorite pick. What is your least favorite pick?
1: Hmm. Least favorite pick would probably be, God, I hope this lines up with my draft grades. Uh, Memphis trading up to pick Zaire Williams. Did not understand it at all.
0: I only give one, one pick a solid F minus, and that was Scotty Barnes, Toronto Raptors, pick number four. Uh, after looking at all these picks, and this is not me like being crazy here, what is the difference between Usman Garuba? a solid defender who's six, eight at pick 23 and Scotty Barnes at pick four. There's nothing the same guy, basically. Exactly.
1: That's it. (laughs) I hate this so much. I, I want to give the Raptors front office the benefit of the doubt and assume that they have a real plan for this player. Um, I remember I was listening to, uh, one of the NFL draft uh, podcasts of Bucky Brooks and uh, Daniel Jeremiah. And they were saying like, aside from fit, like a lot of the times these teams don't have good plans for these players and that can contribute to their failure. You don't have something mapped out for these guys. It's just sort of up in the air. These guys are new coming in and you don't know what role they're going to play. It affects them. It affects their money. It affects their career. So, I'm going to assume the Raptors have a plan for Scotty Barnes. I don't like the pick, but I'm hoping that whatever he is to them, they can exploit his defensive prowess or his athleticism or his ball handling, whatever it is, his passing, and use it to have him reach his maximum potential in the league and have the Raptors succeed. I uh, Number four pick, I don't know. The, he He's going to be compared to Jalen Suggs. For like, his entire career.
0: If I could give this lower than an F-minus, I would. You can. I wasn't... What What? is lower than an F? Uh... I don't incomplete? know. Incomplete? Yeah, maybe incomplete. I don't know. Because his game is incomplete? As in underdeveloped? As in terrible? Gotta hate this pick. Okay, Webb. Before we get out of here, I want to talk about your Lakers making a blockbuster trade. I did not see this coming. I am shocked they pulled this off. The Lakers received Russell Westbrook from the Washington Wizards. They also got a 2024 and 2028 second round pick. The Wizards got back Kyle Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, KCP, and the 22nd pick in today's draft. You are the biggest Laker fan in the world. You are the biggest homer in the world. Give me your Give me your thoughts on this trade, please.
1: I think that the Lakers' biggest um, issue that has plagued them for seasons has been perimeter shooting, perimeter scoring. So when I heard that the Lakers were in talks to get Buddy Heald, and it seemed like it was very imminent that they were going to trade Buddy Heald, trade for Buddy Heald, I was so excited because he would answer the Lakers' uh, need. An elite perimeter scorer, someone who will not shy away from the moment. Still young, but ultimately it didn't happen. We got Russell Westbrook, who is a better player than Buddy Hield, um, but nowhere near the shooter that Buddy Buddy Hield is. And, you know, fantastic athlete. Decision making is questionable sometimes, but this guy plays hard each and every night, walking triple-double threat from the area, so he really wants to be there. It's kind of crazy how Russ has switched teams. He was in OKC for his entire career and has since gone to Houston. Washington, and then now this is going to be his third team in a few years. Uh, I like the I, I like the trade. I'm going to miss KCP. KCP was three and D guy. He hit some key buckets for us. Cruz, I'm going to miss a lot because I know Cruz has a lot of pet- potential that is just not tapped into, and it really stifled his development when LeBron came in and AD came in. He didn't have a role. I think he's going to do great things. Um, on 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 other teams on Washington, Trez. I think Trez is a good player, but, um, I don't, I don't think he fits on the Lakers necessarily. I think he's a good regular season player, but he's not a guy that you can depend on late in playoff games. So overall, I like the trade for the Lakers. I like the aggression. Russ has two years left on his deal. He's making $47 million, I think, in 2022. And it, this gives the Lakers an elite point guard, an athletic point guard. Someone who attacks the rim, someone who can find Anthony Davis very easily. Once the Lakers fill out the shooters, and shooters will come, players will flock to the Lakers. And Lake, the Lakers still have uh, uh, Marcus. All it's going to be very interesting to see who they sign, um, and, and 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 we'll see what happens with the rest of the of the roster. I believe wholeheartedly in Rob Palenka, and I'm excited to see how Russ will do. You know, Russ Russ Westbrook's health is not. Super durable. He's not super durable. He's thirty three this year, so he's obviously not in his prime anymore, like athletically. But he just came off breaking Oscar Robertson's record. Still a top player. I'd say top twenty five player in the league. Probably higher than that. Actually, I'll have to look at my rankings, which we will do on the show. (laughs) But I think it was it was a huge blockbuster deal. And I think this is something that the Lakers need to get them over the top.
0: I don't like the move for either team, and I like some of the guys involved. I think I love Russell, West- Russell Westbrook. I think he's excellent. I don't hate Kyle Kuzma. I don't hate KCP. I do not like Montres Harrell, but that's fine. Westbrook, though, does he? I'm not sure he fits well in this roster for the Lakers. He thinks he's the best player in the world. He doesn't think LeBron or AD are better than him. He just doesn't believe that in his head. It's not how he thinks. So if there's four seconds left in a game, is he going to pass the ball or is he taking that last shot? I think he's taking the shot, and I do not want him taking that shot. It's just he thinks he's the guy, and I'm not sure he'll be able to adjust to the new reality that he's not the guy anymore.
1: I think Russ is going to recognize that his championship window is closing. I don't think he wants to be Chris Paul searching for a championship you know, in his late 30s. I think he's going to fit in. I think he's still going to be the walking triple-double. I think he's still going to have the chip on his shoulder. I think he's still going to be intense. But this is going to be the best team that he's been on, at least with the stars that they have um, right now. And I think he'll fit in. I, I, four seconds left, I think he's going to pass it off um, more times than not
0: like how you hedged there. Like, yeah, he's going to take some of those shots. You know he is.
1: Yeah, he and will think so.
0: That, that's some. just... In his brain, he's just not wired to be passive like that. He thinks he's the guy, which is why he's been so excellent for so long. He's not intimidated by anybody. He thought he was better than KD that whole time. He really did in his heart. He thought he was better than KD. He won an MVP. I just... I don't think he's going to think AD is better than him. He might like, know LeBron is, but I don't... If he can become the third banana in this team, that's excellent for the Lakers, and it'll be... It's a, its probably a championship if he can adjust. If he can't adjust, this could be really messy. But I'm, I'm rooting for Russ because I would love to see him get a championship. So I'm hoping he can adjust. I just have my doubts. He's capable of doing that because of how he's wired.
1: I don't know what I like better. No. I probably like shorter healed uh LeBron AD Marcus lineup better than Russ LeBron AD Marcus right now cuz I just don't know how the rest of the roster will be but um and I think the Lakers need to still address the shooting um but I think Russ is going to be great I think the fans are going to embrace Russ really 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 well especially cuz uh there's going to be fans in the sta- in the stands next year. It's going to it's going to be fun. Russ can attack the basket at will and with ease. AD is going to get a lot of a lot of easy dump-offs um, and a lot of lobs. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun provided that AD and Russ can stay healthy.
0: Hope for the best. Uh I I want to see Russ do well. But I also want to see you sad. So I am torn here personally. But we'll see. I hope I hope for Russ's success. I really do. I hope we're the best. Hey, Webb. I love this show. I love the NBA draft. Although, just for the listeners, little side note. Never watch the draft on TV. It is terrible. Follow it on Twitter. It makes way more sense. Because the draft... They don't tell you who who's getting the player. Like Kai Jones when he got drafted, it didn't say to Charlotte. It said to the Knicks, I think. Yeah. They were they're so far behind, they don't tell you the trades right away. Adam Silver doesn't know what's going on. He's like, I just made I just read the card. He literally said that tonight. Followed on Twitter, followed on Twitter, it makes way more sense. I do not think I'll watch the draft next year for that reason. I think it's just honestly ridiculous how they do it. So I think it's just Twitter for me next year. I'll save a lot of time. Uh,
1: I think I'll still watch it, um, just because of the whole showcase and the and the spectacle of it. I'll still watch it on TV. Uh,
0: some of the suits were terrible this year, by the way. Did not enjoy a lot of the suits. <laughs> but uh, we'll be back next week talking more draft. There's some NFL news I want to get into. Please follow us on Twitter at RookiePhenoms. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. We are huge on Verbal. Please go to UndraftedSports.com. Check out their contact. We are part of their podcast network. We are really proud of that. Let's go check that out. Web. anything to add before we get out of here?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's going to be an interesting, interesting off-season. Free agency starts next week. Starts on August 2nd at 6 p.m. Eastern, I believe gonna be it's gonna be fun
0: and of course we will have coverage of all of that stuff next week as well so get ready for that thank you evan for listening have a great night
1: we are